I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Really good show today. We're going to answer a question that everybody's been asking me. How do I know if I have COVID? Is it cold versus flu versus COVID? Now, again, the tests are there and the tests are controversial. Some people say they work. If you run the tests enough times, uh, everyone tests positive from what I understand, the way they do certain tests. They're looking for viruses and they replicate the viruses. I think it's over 30 times. Uh, Everyone I understand tests positive. I don't know if that's true. It's what I've been reading in the literature, though. Um, So there's a lot of controversy of what works, what doesn't work, what if you're positive, what if you're exposed and you get tested and you're negative and then 14 days later you're positive. And so it really is a mess out there. But what we're going to talk about today is cold symptoms versus flu symptoms versus COVID symptoms. And then we're going to talk about the research. What research is showing on things you can do to reduce or eliminate your risk, not eliminate, but reduce your risk dramatically of getting sick of anything, cold, flu, or COVID. Um, You're going to be surprised how inexpensive and easy it is to reduce your risk. And so we're going to talk about that today too. And then if we have time today, I don't know if we're going to have time. We've got a lot to cover here. I want to talk about testosterone, uh, which again is a little going in a different direction. But I want to talk about testosterone, signs and symptoms of testosterone deficiency, and what you need to do to boost the testosterone. And it's really, really neat stuff because it's not just about sex. It's about muscle function. It's about healing. It's a lot of things that go on when it comes to testosterone. So we're going to talk about that. So let's cover this. Cold versus flu versus COVID. COVID, the big thing that you're going to see with COVID is you lose, many times, lose your sense of taste and smell. Those are the two symptoms that, from what I can hear, from the research I'm reading, the people I've spoke to that have it, those are the two things that really get you. And then you're just wiped out. You're exhausted. If it goes into a later stage. Uh, Very good friends of mine, uh, one friend of mine, she had it. Two of her kids got it. And she said, I didn't know I had it. I had a little bit of a loss of taste and smell. The third day it came back, I was better. Uh, Some guy I worked with at the radio station, he had it, didn't know he had it. Uh, came back and tested. He had the antibodies. He said a little scratchy throat one day, a little headache for two days, then it was gone. So everybody's different, but there are certain things that I'm finding with people that have very mild symptoms or no symptoms compared to people that are just wiped out. And we're going to talk about that today. Uh, again, COVID in exposure, you, it, incubation time could be one to 14 days. Flu about one to four days. So there's a big difference there. Now, again, how do you know if, if COVID could be four days too? So again, it gets a little confusing there. But when you have a cold, symptoms like a stuffy nose or sneezing start out slowly and gradually get worse. With a flu, it hits you. If you ever had the flu, and I've had it before years ago, all of a sudden you just start going, man, this hit me like a ton of bricks. That's how the flu hits. So one way you can tell is kind of the way the symptoms hit. COVID can be different. Okay, with COVID, some people I talked to, in fact, just before I went on the air, I was talking to somebody who had it, and it was uh, headaches, and then by the third day, they're just exhausted, they couldn't move. So COVID is weird, because it's not following a lot of patterns, so that's a little tricky. Chills, when you shiver, your body temperature changes. Chills aren't typically a sign of a a cold, Uh, it's a sign of an early infection. Uh, with, with, I'm sorry, uh, the flu is an infection with a high fever. So if you start getting the chills, that's usually the flu. If you don't have the chills, it's probably the cold. Uh, If you have a fever, it's rarely caused by a cold. Flu, bronchitis, pneumonia, uh, COVID, of course, that's when you start to see fevers come in. 
So we've all had colds, and many people get several colds a, a year. That's a sign that the immune system is not working properly. And so we're going to talk about the immune system in a little bit, but let's go through these signs and symptoms first. Body aches, uh, usually a flu. Uh, certainly with the body aches, COVID can be a, a player there. I've spoken to people that have had severe cases of COVID, and they're just writhing in pain sometimes. There's nothing comfortable for them. Wheezing. If you wheeze, it's usually a sign of an infection like pneumonia or bronchitis, especially if it happens when you lay down. Wheezing can be a sign of anaphylaxis, which is a severe allergic reaction, uh, but that really doesn't, you, people are still gonna have allergic reactions. And that's the thing. I was out to dinner the other night with my buddy Tim, and uh, I hadn't seen him in a couple of weeks, and he said, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, he said, I worked out real hard. Uh, next day, he said, a little scratchy throat, had a little runny nose. He said, uh-oh, what is it? And within a couple of hours, it went away. So now what's happening is if somebody coughs, if somebody seizes, if somebody has a scratchy throat, right away, we think instantly it's got to be COVID. And the thing with COVID, I was talking to one of my doctors today, is that the overall death, if we take all the people that die and we compare it to years past till now in the same time period, the death rate, I only saw one study that said the death rate has gone up. Overall, death from any cause. Every other study I read said the death rate has stayed the same. So... COVID could be the thing that kills you, but usually there's what's called a comorbidity. Comorbidity, diabetes, heart disease, obesity, cancer, something that's already compromised the immune system, and then it gets worse. With COVID, uh, the viruses seem to set up shop in fat cells. And one of the reasons that the morbidly obese or even obese people have a more impact is that the viruses like fat cells. They like to live there and replicate. So again, there's all new research out. It's changing a lot. I understand it's confusing, but I'm going to give you the research on one thing, one supplement specifically that has reduced the risk of COVID dramatically. I'm going to talk about that. And in fact, in England, they're even distributing it now. They're distributing a supplement in England to people that are high risk. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, cough with mucus, usually a cold. Uh, fatigue, usually the flu. I mean, we've all had colds and gone to work and, and functioned. Uh, when you get the flu, you just can't move. You're just wiped out. Sore throat, uh, usually a cold, sometimes the flu, sometimes with COVID as well. Headaches, it's a sign of COVID, but you can get headaches from other things too. Headaches can be caused by dehydration. Uh, we did a whole show on headaches. It's on the website, drjoe.com. Uh, it could be caused by artificial sweetener. I cannot tell you how many patients come to my offices, and I've been doing this for 37 years now, come to our offices and say, Dr. Joe, I have a headache. And we might give them the best chiropractic care in the world. And I consider my doctor some of the best in the world, if not the best in the world. And that's my opinion. And they still have headaches. Then we do a nutritional workup on them and they drink in diet soda. Number one side effect of aspartame is headaches. Now, aspartame is one of the sweeteners used in artificial sweetener, in artificial, anything artificial. Uh, but aspartame, number one side effect is headaches. I get them off the artificial sweetener, a couple of days they go through withdrawal, headaches are gone. So sometimes it's physical, and most back pain is physical. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, headaches, chances are it's a pinched nerve, and chiropractic is the most effective, least expensive treatment for this. The studies are very clear on that. Headaches can be caused by dehydration, could be caused by monosodium glutamate. I know if I eat uh, Thai food with fish sauce in it, I even know I'm vegan, I tell them no fish sauce, sometimes they put it in anyway, blazing headache. So it could be monosodium glutamate, it could be artificial sweeteners, could be dehydration, could be a pinched nerve, could be COVID. So just because you have a headache doesn't mean you have COVID. Tightness in the chest, uh, many times that's a respiratory infection. And of course, that's what COVID does. It, it, it causes lung issues. Uh, eye, face, and ear pressure could mean you have a sinus infection. And so many times you have to start considering, why do I have a sinus infection? Uh, 
Well, the number one reason people have sinus issues is because of food allergic reactions to dairy. The number two reason is wheat. So whenever I have somebody with sinus problems, regardless of whether it's cold, flu, or COVID season, I'll say, listen, you got to give up all your wheat and all your dairy. Had a lady come in yesterday, and she was overweight, back pain, shooting pain down her legs, and uh, autoimmune disease. And I said, uh, I said, psoriatic arthritis. I said, you got to cut out the wheat and the dairy. And she just looked at me, and she did not want to do that. I can tell by the look in her face. And I said, well, it really depends how motivated you are to get well. I said, do what I say. Give it a shot. Do it for two weeks. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Go back to your wheat and your dairy. I've gone, had that conversation countless times in the past. And when I can get people off wheat and dairy, inevitably, they feel better. And I was given the challenge. If you don't feel better, that's perfectly fine. Go back to your old lifestyle. But give me a shot. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm never wrong. And when it comes to that. And we say, they say, great. They do it. They say, Dr. Joe, it's amazing. And then I cheated. Everyone says that. I cheated, Dr. Joe. I had a piece of pizza. It was, it was Christmas. It was Thanksgiving. It was a party. I had a piece of cake. I felt awful. Excellent. Sometimes we have to learn by our mistakes. And so if you do feel awful, that's fine. You realized I was right. Then go back to where you were. Symptoms that won't go away. Flu symptoms may be bad, but they're usually gone in a few days. Colds can last up to 10 days. Pneumonia, of course, can be a month or two. And with COVID, everybody's different. We don't know. And that's why this, this testing is so uh, popular right now. Everyone's wanting to get tested for these uh, COVID, uh, for COVID and, and, and if, if it's negative or positive. But again, we don't know if it's negative or positive because you might be negative today, but you really are positive. You just haven't incubated long enough. It depends how the test is done. So I want to talk about things that you can do to protect yourself and keep your immune system strong. I'm going to start by saying this is not a cure for any disease. Every show we do, every webpage has a disclaimer on it. I'm not here to tell you I have a cure for something. I am telling you what the research shows. 80% of COVID patients are vitamin D deficient. Now, to play devil's advocate, they might be deficient in other things too. But I'm going to show you what happens when you change your vitamin D level and what happens to symptomatology and uh, the risk of getting an infection. So vitamin D deficiency has has emerged as a primary risk factor in severe COVID-19 infection and death. Higher vitamin D levels have even been shown to lower your risk of testing positive for the virus in the first place. Once again, this is not a cure. I'm saying try this, see what happens. Vitamin D is the least expensive insurance policy you'll ever buy. It's so cheap to buy vitamin D3, not vitamin D2, vitamin D3. Vitamin D3 is the form I want you to take. Vitamin D2 has to be converted into vitamin D3. And depending how healthy your body is, ironically, will depend how well you convert to vitamin D along with other factors. So just take the form that your body needs, vitamin D3. Vitamin D2 many times is a prescription. Vitamin D3 you can get over the counter. So I'm a fan of vitamin D3. That's the one I take. If we can get the word out on vitamin D, it could have a significant impact on hospitalization and death rates. So if you have a loved one in a nursing home, I want you to talk to your medical management about vitamin D testing and supplementation because it can make a big difference in the general health of the residents as vitamin D is something that can strengthen the immune system in a matter of a few weeks and has very few side effects. Now, can you overdose on vitamin D? Yes, you can. You got to take a lot. What I do is I take 5,000 international units a day. Now, on our website, drjoe.com, we have our own version of vitamin D. It's Dr. Joe's vitamin D3 with vitamin K2. Because if you take the D3 without the K2, you're not going to get all the benefits either. 
Um, there are other brands of vitamin D3 out there. I like mine because I know it. I trust it. It's five drops of vitamin D3 a day. That's all it is. I take it. Drop, you know, it doesn't have to be exactly five drops, six drops, eight drops. I take a dropper full, about two-thirds of a dropper full, and I squirt it in my mouth. Um, amazing. And there was a Spanish study. It was published October 27th, 2020, so very recently. In the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology, 82.2% of COVID patients tested were found to be deficient in vitamin D. Now, studies have shown patients with higher levels tend to have milder diseases. In fact, one study found your risk of developing a severe case or dying of, of, vitamin, of, of COVID-19, heavy statement, virtually disappears once your vitamin D level gets above 30 nanograms per milliliter. Wait a minute. We have something now, studies have shown, that can reduce your risk of COVID. Nobody's talking about it. Now, England, we talked about this earlier, England is actually distributing vitamin D to high-risk people. The government is distributing it because they realize that the studies are coming out now how good this is. Now, it's not the end-all be-all. If you want to wear masks, if you want to social distance, if you want to get a vaccine, that's your call. I support that. But this is the one thing that everybody has control over. I may not have control over the fact that I'm in a room with somebody and they're infectious and they don't have any symptoms yet and they're spreading the disease. I may not have control over that. I do have control over my vitamin D levels. Darker skinned people, eight, uh, increased age, pre-existing chronic conditions, and vitamin D deficiency are all features of severe vitamin D disease, uh, of COVID disease. Now, could somebody who does all these things still get COVID? Yes, they can. But again, we're talking about mitigating the risk factors. Vitamin D can reduce your risk of uh, COVID-19 and other respiratory infections uh, via several mechanisms. So it's not just one way of doing it. It reduces the survival and replication of the virus. It reduces inflammation and cytokine production. What happens is a lot of people, last study I read was like 50% of people that uh, succumb to COVID, they have what's called a cytokine storm. If you've never heard this word, your body produces cytokines, which are uh, antibody, uh, they're white blood cells, let's say, and they have warriors, they're in there attacking. And what happens is if the virus becomes overwhelming, the body sends out another wave of these cytokines and they start attacking the viruses, but they also start attacking your own lungs. And that's called a cytokine storm. And vitamin D can help reduce the inflammation and thus reduce some of that cytokine storm activity. So many times it's not the virus that gets you, it's your own body that gets you. But why is your immune system going so crazy? Because it was able to be attacked in most cases. Maintaining what's called endothelial integrity. Endothelial dysfunction contributes to vascular inflammation, that's the lining of the blood vessels, and impaired blood clotting. And those are two hallmarks of COVID-19. Vitamin D boosts your overall immune function by modulating your, uh, your what we call innate and adaptive immune responses. It reduces respiratory distress, it improves overall lung function, and helps produce uh, surfactants in your lungs that aid in clearing the fluid out. It kind of breaks up the fluid and helps get that, that mucus out. It lowers your risk of comorbidities, including obesity, type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease. All of these factors are important in prevention of all disease, not just COVID. Now, COVID-19 emerged in winter. That's when it first started with us. And it was pretty bad. And then the summer, of course, you start to see a little drop off. But now what's happening? Winter's coming. Sounds like a TV show. Winter's coming. So what happens now is we're getting a lot less sunlight. The UVB rays from the sun are hitting the earth on an angle as winter sets in. That's what makes it colder weather. And we're getting less vitamin D. We're staying more inside. And I've done shows on immunity before too. 
Dark skin people, there's a high rate of COVID among people with dark skin. One of the reasons may be is that they're just not getting enough vitamin D. If you're fair skinned, 10 to 15 minutes a day out in the sun is great. If you're very dark skinned, you might need one and a half hours a day out in the sun to produce the equivalent vitamin D that you need. So this is why I'm such a big advocate of uh, vitamin D supplementation, especially in the winter months, and especially if you're dark skinned. Now, ultimately, you should get your vitamin D levels tested. So if you're uh, getting your blood test done, tell your doctors, I want to get my vitamin D level tested. Very seldom, in fact, I don't think ever in my entire career, have I ever seen somebody come in with normal vitamin D levels unless they're taking supplements or they're out in the sun a lot in the summer. In the winter, I hardly ever see normal vitamin D levels unless you're supplementing. So we want to get those vitamin D levels up. You want to optimize the vitamin D because it's, it, it's strengthened by the fact that higher levels are not only reduce your risk of testing positive for the virus, but also cut the risk of severe illness that need hospitalization, of course, ventilation. Uh, so there's several ways that vitamin D works, and I'll go through this. Lowers your infection rates, lowers your hospitalization rates. Having vitamin D levels below 30 nanograms per milliliter, about double the risk of being hospitalized with COVID-19. Now, I'll play my own devil's advocate. If somebody has low vitamin D, chances are they're not taking care of themselves anyway. So it might be other factors as well. But this is one factor that we can measure and then do a correlation. Uh, above 30 nanograms per milliliter, it also lowers your need for intensive care if you are sick. Uh, reduces severity of the symptoms. It reduces mortality. Uh, it works pretty well. Now, I personally like to have my own vitamin D levels not at 30 nanograms per milliliter, but about at 60 to 80 nanograms per milliliter. Now I take supplements, I eat a really good diet, I, I, uh, um, I keep my body active, I get good sleep, I get chiropractic care. And when I had my vitamin D levels tested at the beginning of seasons, I was at 58. 60 again is where I wanna be. So I was even a little low. And I supplement almost every day. And so you gotta realize that even when you're doing everything right, it's a good idea to do blood work. In our office, we can test vitamin D levels, but if you're gonna go see your, your primary care doctors getting a blood work done, I'm begging you, please get your vitamin D levels checked. And they may recommend vitamin D2 as a prescription. Not the way I like to do it. Again, I don't want to argue with other doctors. Everybody has their own techniques. But what I like to do is I like to give supplements over time because they may give you 50,000 international units of vitamin D once a week. Well, not my favorite way to do it. I like to do 50,000 international units uh, over time. I do 5,000 units a day. That's how I do mine. Now, when I found out my vitamin D was a little low, I bumped it up to about 8,000 international units a day. I'm waiting a few more weeks. I'll get my vitamin D tested. You also want to make sure you're getting magnesium because magnesium is required for the conversion of vitamin D into what's called its active form. So where do we get magnesium from? You can take supplement, but this is one of the foods you really don't need to supplement. One of the supplements you don't need to supplement if you're eating a good diet. You can get it from green leafy vegetables, from nuts, some seeds, from avocados, from tofu, so if you're eating a good diet of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, chances are you don't need any more magnesium. Here's one way you can tell if you need more magnesium. Take a supplement. If you start getting gas and bloating and diarrhea, you've, you've got too much. You've reached what's called your bowel tolerance. You can only absorb so much of anything. And if you're putting too much in, vitamin C does the same thing. It just basically comes out. So another cofactor is vitamin D is K2. I've talked about that so many times. Uh, vitamin D helps you absorb calcium, aside from helping the immune system and what we're talking about here. Vitamin D helps you absorb calcium. Vitamin K2 directs the calcium to go into the bones and not settle into the joints or the blood vessels. 
So it's really important that you're doing vitamin K2 with vitamin D3. Okay, those two work very well together. You want to make sure also you stay away from sugar because sugar will weaken your immune system. We can do studies on white blood cell activity and you could drink one can of soda and the white blood cell activity drops like multiple times. I, I have the exact number in the first, second book I wrote. I can't think of it right now. But you eat sugar, blows out your immune system. When do we eat sugar? Pretty much every day. It's in sodas, it's cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, uh, breads. So when you're eating these sugar-high foods, you're just blowing out your immune system. Now, especially if it's a holiday time, what happens? People bringing, bringing you cookies and cakes and donuts and cheesecakes and pumpkin pies and uh, sweets and sugar cookies and gingerbread. And what I do, people bring it to me all the time. Even though people know me, I've been a vegan for 34 years now. I'm not asking you to be a vegan. You should be. I'm not asking you to, though. People bring me stuff all the time. And you know what I say when they bring it to me? Thank you. That's it. Thank you. I really appreciate you thinking of me. It's not the, the actual gift that they gave me. It's the fact they thought about me. And they said, I want to make sure Dr. Joe gets something nice. In their mind, it's nice. In mine, it's not. So I'll just take it and I'll dispose of it. But years ago, I learned a lesson. I had an older patient come in and, and she was barely walking. I remember she was with a walker in a wheelchair and she was in so much pain. And we gave her chiropractic, the chiropractic care that we administer, which is different than a lot of other doctors. Uh, then we had the nutrition component too. We got her digestive system working, got her on a good diet and she walks now and she was fine. And she came in and she said, I made you these chocolate chip cookies, Dr. Joe, because you saved my life. And I said, that's wonderful. And I said, what's in them? First mistake, stupid Dr. Joe. Well, there's flour and eggs and sugar and butter, and it's my old family recipe. And I said, oh, I don't eat animal products. And this poor lady's jaw hit the floor. She was heartbroken. And I learned a lesson that day that I was an idiot. I should have said thank you and taken them to the back office and then dispose of them accordingly. So you don't have to eat something because people give it to you. You just have to say thank you because they gave it to you. And that's it. It's really simple. And when you do that, you're showing gratitude. They're appreciating it. What happens to the cookies after that, you can decide. But keep the body warm as well. Uh, the immune system works very well when it's warm. Uh, your mother talked about not wearing a hat and getting a cold. Not necessarily. There's no studies that show that. But what happens is if the body gets cold, it can weaken the immune system. And that's why keeping the body warm, like a hot shower, a hot bath, actually helps raise the body temperature and can, act stimu can actually stimulate white blood cell activity. And that works really well too. You got to stay hydrated. In the winter, uh, we dry out. We get dry skin, dry sinuses. If the sinuses are dry, you have mucus in there to protect the uh, viruses, germs, and bacteria from being absorbed. If the virus, if the sinuses are dry, it has an easy entry point. Washing your hands, absolutely. Make sure when you wash your hands, you use warm water and soap. The reason is viruses, COVID especially, that we're talking about, has what's called a lipoprotein layer. It's fat around it. And the fat has to be dissolved. And what dissolves fat really well is soap and water. And if you're going to do an alcohol uh, clean, don't use pure alcohol. You have to have water in the alcohol as well as a sanitizer because the alcohol dissolves the fat and then the water gets in and destroys the, 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 the RNA that's in the virus. So if you have any healthcare questions, send them to me through our website, drjoe.com. If you want to make an appointment to come see us, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We would love to be your doctors. Who's a good candidate? Neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain. If you've ever been in a car accident, 
If the car was damaged, you were damaged. Digestive issues. Uh, we have PRP in our office for arthritis. It's actually injecting your own healing cells back into the body in a concentrated form. It works well for erectile dysfunction, uh, hair loss, uh, non-surgical facials we can do with the PRP. Uh, we can do hormone balancing. We can do blood work and say, listen, let's, let's, do, let's see what your hormones are. Are you producing too much testosterone, too much estrogen? What supplements can we give you? Maybe medication. What can we do to balance you out? So if you want to make an appointment, if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, go to our website, drjoe.com. You can book it right online or you can call us. We accept most insurances, car accidents, sports injuries. My team of doctors want to help you get well and stay well. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on the WSB Radio app. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.